Hello, everybody. I'm Danad Rachshan, and this is Podcasting to My Daughter. Today's topic that I'm going to talk nonstop about. Oh, hey, we've got a very special guest host today. We've got Reggie Pratcher. Welcome to the show, Reggie. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Pratcher. <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. And we've known each other probably going on 15 years, really, because... Let me see. Camden is 15 and he wasn't born yet. So, yeah, maybe like 16 to 17 years, Danny. I think wow. what we started working with each other to around 2003, maybe. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, 2003, 2004, something like that. Yeah. So we've known each other for a while. But um, to answer your question, yeah, we have five boys, ages 19, 15, 14, nine and four so you know we have a you know blended family i have my 19 year old he's you know a college student out in north texas from a previous relationship and i have two other boys from a a previous relationship and my wife has a a boy braylon which is uh, the 14 year old from a previous relationship and then we have ours together so only four in the state of oklahoma so it gets pretty rowdy in our house when, you know, everybody's together. But it's fun, you know. It's it's, it's cool having, you know, all boys and mm-hmm. them running around, driving me crazy. It's cool. Nobody said keep going until you have a daughter? Nobody in the well, extended family? <laughs> no, not really. Um, we thought that Jackson, uh, the four-year-old, was going to be a girl. I mean, we swore he was going to be a girl. And then, you know, he was all boy, you know, when they – and showed us the you know pictures or, or whatnot of him. He had his legs spread wide open, and we knew exactly what he was. So he wanted the world to know he was all boy. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, for the audience out there, uh, me and Reggie have been uh, colleagues and friends for for a while, and we're going to talk today about uh, sports and athleticism for your children. And also maybe a little bit for us too. So we can, you know, uh, feel good about ourselves and do good for ourselves as well. So Reggie, uh, what I wanted to ask you, how did you get into sports yourself? My dad played sports all his life and he was a pretty athletic guy. So sports, you know, came natural to me. You know, he got me involved in sports at an early age playing baseball baseball was the first sport that i played and it's still my favorite sport to this day but it's not like you can go play you know pick up baseball games around right so you know i got in sports as an early age transition from uh, baseball to basketball and played basketball from golly high school on to college but yeah i got into sports you know at an early age you know my dad put a you know baseball glove and baseball on my hand and that's how i got rolling man and you also you played collegiate uh, as well, didn't you? Yeah, I played uh, one year at Southern Nazarene uh, University. Um, didn't go as expected. I tore my ACL my you know freshman year uh, there, being actually a hard hit. Coach told us not to play intramural sports, and I thought I was Randy Moss, and decided to play some intramural football. You know, tore my ACL, and yeah, man, you know, I got to experience you know the college life of a you know athlete which is pretty neat. They'll talk to, you know, guys on the team, you know, to this day, you know, the friends that I made, you know, so yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Pretty, pretty neat experience. 
Well, physical fitness and athleticism and sports in general has been a big part of your life. And have you brought that to your own boys and uh, how have they received it? Absolutely. Yeah. So we have a very extremely active household. All of the boys are, you know, doing something. Camden, he plays football. He's a football player in the household. Then Braylon is a basketball player. He's a freshman, uh, plays on a basketball team. And I also coach Braylon's summer team. The nine-year-old, he's our little soccer player. So he plays soccer, loves soccer. And Jackson, the four-year-old, he wants to play everything. He's playing basketball right now, just finished up soccer. And now he's talking about he wants to play, you know, football. So, yeah, we're pretty, you know, active household like I said, you know, I played, you know, sports growing up. My wife, Sandy, she played college soccer. So she's oh. a college soccer player. Uh, we have a pretty athletic, you know, household. So sports is, you know, pretty big in our house. Has anybody tried to pick up soccer as well in the family to carry on that tradition? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the nine-year-old, Orion, he plays soccer. Um, Camden played soccer for, you know, quite a bit. He played on, you know, probably at one of the, the highest level that you can play at his age uh, in the state. He played on one of the top teams in the uh, state OEFC. And they traveled, you know, it was a travel team, pretty competitive travel team. And, you know, he's a pretty good, you know, soccer player. And then out of the blue, he decided he didn't want to play anymore going into high school. And he just wanted to, uh, you know, play football. Soccer is like, hey. a tough sport here in the U.S. If it's, you know, we say you go play mm -hmm. football or baseball, that's it here. Yeah. If uh, yeah. Everywhere else, soccer yeah. is, is very much loved. It's a different sport right. here. It's not one of our national right. pastimes. Mm -hmm. That is true. It, although it's starting to, you know, catch on and becoming, you know, pretty popular, you know, I recommend anyone to start their kid out you know, in soccer because it teaches you really good footwork that you'll carry on through whatever other sports that you'll go into. Yeah, I definitely, you know, recommend soccer. That's, you know, one of the reasons, you know, our four-year-old is playing soccer right now is, you know, to get him. And my wife, you know, wanted him to play also. And she also coached him this past uh, season, which was pretty fun and pretty funny to watch. So <laughs> why was it funny to watch? Seeing her out there, you know, Coach Jackson, because Jackson, you know, a four-year-old, that's his name, Jax. He is, like, super, duper competitive, man. He loves to have fun, but he is probably more competitive than all of the boys in the house. And I probably understand why, you know, he's the baby. You know, he's the baby boy. He's the youngest. So I tell the boys, don't make it impossible for him when they play certain things, but also don't make it easy on him. You know, I don't want, you know, everything, you know, given to him. I want him to start to learn how to work for stuff, like, you know, whether it's on the field or, you know, wherever it is. Yeah, he's a pretty competitive cat. And, you know, seeing him out there, you know, is, is, is pretty funny compared because he's he's a lot bigger than the average, you know, four-year-old. He's just a solid kid, man, just like a really solid kid to the point that we had to move him up a little bit. And it is because, you know, his skill level also, we had to move him up to play with the five-year-olds in basketball this winter season. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty competitive cat. And, you know, seeing him out there on the soccer field and Sandy coaching was, you know, it was really pretty fun. Pretty fun for me to sit back and watch. What skills do these activities bring to us as um, young children and adults to uh, help us in our lives? Teamwork, you know, I think it's the number one thing, teamwork and 
being able to, you know, work well with others. And I think that's the main thing um, is being on a team with other people, learning other people, and just being able to interact, you know, with other people, you know, because that's what life is about, you know, interacting with other people, you know, learning other people, learning people's differences, what they're good at, and, you know, what they're weak, weak at, and, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, how to come together as a team to, you know, make things work. I think that's the main thing and the number one thing that, you know, being on a team and, you know, playing sports provides you in the long run. Is that what you as a coach try to reinforce or what do you look to do as a coach? I coach the soon to be 15 year old summer basketball team. So we're a competitive team. We travel, you know, throughout the country playing some of the top teams in the country. One of the things that, you know, I do is trying to get them prepared for, you know, the next level. Also getting prepared for, you know, life, right? Because I try to use everything as a, I guess, how do I want to say this? I use a lot of metaphors when I'm, you know, speaking to the boys. Things are not going to be given to you. Things are not given up to us in the game of life, right? We have to, you know, work for the things that we want, putting in the work to get or to achieve the things that you want to achieve, you know, setting goals, whether that's sports or, you know, in life, and then doing the necessary things or taking the necessary steps to achieve those particular goals, right? What are you doing to achieve the goals that you have set out? So it's a bunch of, uh, you know, things like that, you know, trying to challenge the kids, not only physically, but, you know, mentally. I think that's, you know, one of the things that I do as a coach. Would you say that, you know, if, if somebody's not, if they're not getting to where you want them to, how do you work with them or, or help them or coach them to, to get their goal? So every, right. So every kid is different, right? So I can't coach one particular kid like I coach another kid. You know, sometimes, you know, I can really, you know, get after a kid, you know, or get onto him pretty good and he'll respond to that. And then the next kid, if I was to get onto him the same way, you know, he might shut down. So, you know, you got to, you know, understand the kids and, you know, figure out the kids' personality, what buttons to push with the kids, what motivates the kids, what gets the kids going. And like I said, every kid learns at a different rate. Also, some kids take a little bit longer to develop. It takes a little while for things to, you know, click with them. But, you know, patience is key. You know, Hmm. patience is key. So patience and being adaptive to the kid to figure out what works best. Absolutely. Great stuff. Now, for me, it was, um, well, let's try something easy to start out with. And um, Mm -hmm. that that thing for us was uh, throwing a Frisbee Mm -hmm. in light sports. That helped me get them out of their inhibitions. Um, Is there anything that you recommend for somebody that, doesn't come from a sports background or, you know, maybe their entire family has has been not into athleticism and you're trying to help them with that. What would you do? You know, I've came to a realization, Danny, that, you know, sports isn't for everybody and that's okay. Um, Then you want to turn into, you know, what are you doing? Like, you know, from a physical aspect, you know, keep your health that great, whether it's, you know, throwing a frisbee, you know, playing kickball, riding a bike, or whatever that is. But, you know, to answer your question, if there's somebody who 
doesn't come from, you know, athletic background, has never played sports before and they want to get into sports, figure out, you know, what you like to do, you know, dibble and dabble into, you know, every sport and figure out if you like that particular sport and, you know, just run with it. That's the one thing that I would, you know, suggest, you know, try to play as many sports as you can, figure out what you like and, you know, just continue to do that. But you will never know if you don't try. You never know if you don't try. And I'm pretty sure, you know, the parents who who is not athletic, who's never played a sport before, they had a kid that's interested in playing a sport. I'm pretty sure they'll, you know, let them, you know, will allow them to do that, hopefully. Okay. If they're coming in and starting out with no athletic abilities, how do you start? What would be your, your starting regimen? What would be your starting plan? Someone that's never played a sport, like no. for, for someone who's played a sport before? Yeah, exactly. Let's say, uh, you know, they're 13 years old and, you know, they've been focused on their studies at school. They haven't really done anything but do the studying. Yeah. What, what would you try to give them a, a, what is it we used to do when we were kids? I don't know if it's still around, the presidential fitness test. <laughs> is that what it's called? I, I don't remember. I do remember what you're talking about. When I was, <laughs> okay, so for me, when I when I was a kid, we they had the bare minimum. You know, they said everybody has to right. do ten sit ups and they have to do three pull ups. They have to jump over this little obstacle course we made, and then we can give you a check mark. Your your PE class is okay then. And then a lot of times they would say, okay, if you don't right. if you don't want to play kickball, you can just sit up in the stands and things like that. Right. And you know. I, I played, but there was always people up there. And, you know, I, I, I think about them. That's where this question kind of comes from. But to me, like, that's not going to determine if a person is athletic or not. Because I think the average person, I know people who doesn't have an athletic bone in their body can do 10 push-ups and, like, 10 sit-ups and jump over a line, right, who can jump rope. But if you put them on a basketball court or a football field, it's just like they have two left feet right so that's a tough one but i would say you know if you start not that late you know find out the sport that you want to play and just then just try out you know practice and you know work at it because i mean you just never know like i said person could could always had that athletic ability to play a particular sport and they just decided not to play and then you know they determine hey you know i just want to try this out and then they go out there and they're pretty good at it you just never know but you won't know unless you you know go out there and try it i got you when earlier you were saying the the phrase doesn't have an athletic bone in their body so it you know this show it started out as me just talking to my daughter and you know that's Mm -hmm. that's where this question comes from it's my like my my worrisome is that you know she's not going to do anything she's not you know and how could i help her to if she's never done anything yeah. athletic start oh early man how like, how early did uh, you start with your children each boy started playing a sport at four four years old huh four and, years old and was this their choice or you were kind of here is this something you'd be interested in it, so it was both watching right? sports on tv yeah so it was both like i said we both come from a very athletic background So it came natural to them to want to do that. We've never had any one of our boys say, no, I don't want to do it. You know, we'll ask them because, and it also helps that they have older brothers, right? So 
you know, you take Jackson for instance, right? So he wasn't thinking about playing football until we went to a couple of Camden's football games, right? And now all he wants to do is just play football, right? That's a great idea. All he's talking about is playing football, right? So, you know, he saw something that, you know, he liked, oh, this is pretty cool. My bigger brother is doing it. So maybe I should do it. Maybe I should be good at it. But to answer your question, for someone who's never done it before, like, you know, take you for in, for instance, right? I would encourage you to get your daughter into, you know, whatever you think that, you know, she might like, take her somewhere if she wants to play sports, like, you know, or gymnastics or anything like that. Find a little soccer team for her to get on. Because at this age anyway, Danny, like, a, a you know, four, five-year-old, you know, three, four, five-year-old kid, they're just out there just running around. You know, you'll be surprised. You know, we have kids on Jackson's soccer team. They're more interested in, you know, running around than just actual <laughs> kicking the ball. They just, they just like know? running. Huh? Yeah. They just like running. You know, you got a kid sitting down picking flowers, chasing butterflies or whatnot. <laughs> but, you know, you know they, but they out there doing something, right? Okay. And then over time, you know, they'll be like, well, you know, maybe, you know, I don't want to do this type deal. You know what I mean? But, but it, gets, it, it gives I them the feel, opportunity is what. Yeah, is the what opportunity, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It gives them the opportunity uh, to something they want to do or not. So far uh, for Charlie, um, we've taken her swimming uh, and she mm-hmm. absolutely loved that. So that's what I've okay. got in, in the plan is some sort of either swimming or something water sports is what I've been looking into for. There you go. That's a great idea. So you were saying that your younger kids saw your older kids playing and they were kind of inspired by them. They were kind of mentors of sorts and right. you're the mentor, but then they've also got a connection with their older siblings as well. I want to ask you, um, do you have any mentors yourself and so my mentor, I would say, is probably my AAU coach, my summer coach when I was uh, in school, right, my uh, sophomore and junior year. His name is Major Wilson. So he's my mentor. And he was not only my coach, he was a father figure. Because my dad had already, you know, moved out of state. Um, he was out of state, so... He wasn't here, so my my like I said, my AAU coach was you know that father figure and that mentor that I had. Uh, he used to pick me up, you know, for practice, and you know, bring me home, you know, for practice. And he used to do that to you know plenty of kids on the team. And you know, I saw how he interacted, you know, with all of us players, and I don't know, he was just a a really really neat guy you know he, it was funny his coaching style was you know a little different but growing up it made sense it's kind of funny man because uh, i was taking a kid home that lived in midwest city i live in edmond and where i was taking this kid is probably a good 45 minutes away from where i live right mm-hmm. so i'm taking this kid home and it brought me back to my aau coach right and how he used to go out of his way to pick up kids and then take kids home after practice. And I called him immediately after I dropped the kid off just to tell him thank you, right? Because uh-huh. I finally understood, like, the sacrifice that it takes 
or the sacrifice that he was making being away from his own kids and his own wife to take time to coach us to you know get us into you know a college put us in front of college coaches and being a mentor to us right like i mean that takes a lot of you know sacrifice right so i just called him mm-hmm. to tell him, thank you man so yeah that's awesome i you know my football coach uh when i was growing up it was obvious he cared like he you know he yeah. was not doing it yeah. for the money he was not doing it for the glory he he loved mm-hmm. sports himself he loved football and he loved seeing us win you know when we won and he you know he was there whenever we didn't win to be like hey guys it's okay we'll still right. you know we're still gonna go get drinks at the yeah. pizza parlor right and right right you yeah, know that, I, I, hope, exactly, I hope to do that it's, it's real cool that you said that that that's what i want to i want to emphasize and hit on like he cared like that was the thing with major like he genuinely cared right i remember there was kids he had to you know kick off the team after giving you know multiple 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 chances because he cared so much about them right like you know any other coach like if they would have done some of the things that you know a player had done on our team they would be gone it was like one strike and he's gone but like he really invested in us like really invested in us right and he he was just a he's just a still is to this day just a good genuine dude man that truly cares and you're now the mentor you you're you're now you know major wilson too because i i remember when uh, my nephew justice uh you know we were you were around him i felt like he definitely looked up to your leadership he he listened to you and uh yeah yeah well, yeah, we uh, we were gonna walk home, and you gave us a gave us a ride or something. I can't remember exactly what, yeah. but it was um you know, I that's when I started thinking. I was like, this guy, where did Reggie pick this up? You know, and so now we kind of know, huh? The thing is, man, like mm-hmm. people just want you. To know. I just realized over the years, like people just want you to know, or they need to know that you care that you care like that's it and that's not too much for anyone to ask for as a human from anybody else do you just genuinely care about my well-being and that's how i want to live my life and let people know that i i really care like i try i I really do invest in people like and i think that's you know one of the things that i've been called on this earth for is just you know just to invest in people you know we've been We've been at this for, you know, 17 years, man. Like, you and I, still keeping in touch after 17 years, right? Because I truly Mm -hmm. care about you. You know what I mean? Truly care about, you know, all the people that I'm, you know, associated with. Well, uh, my other question is, you know, uh, what's something daily to improve the habits of taking care of your body to make sure that you're in the best condition? Eating right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's easier said than done, right? But, you know, just trying to eat right, man. It's it's a struggle, man, because the older you get, it's just like, man, I really don't feel like cooking, but I can hit up this drive through 
and they can give it to me now. But you know, just just eat, trying to eat right. Um, try to you know go to the gym, you know, at least you know five times a week, and you know do something, some level of activity. I was walking up and down the stairs sometime uh, last week. And Sandy asked me, she's like, what are you doing? I was just like, well, it's too cold for me to go outside. So I thought I'd just do some activities inside the house and I'll just walk up and down the stairs a couple of times. To get so, those steps in. Just try, trying to get those steps in, man. <laughs> trying to get those steps in. Trying to do something, man. Because, like, I'm 42 and I want to do everything I can to make sure my health is right. Because, you know, a lot of things can happen unforeseen things can happen to you, you know, health-wise or whatnot. But I want to do my part to make sure, you know, I'm doing everything I can to stay fit, stay healthy, stay active. Because at the end of the day, man, we got to be around for our children. So Hmm. I got to do, you know, physical activities and, you know, stuff like that to, you know, try to stay in shape and make sure my health is on par. What do you do uh, as far as eating right? What would is there any wisdom you might want to share with us? Stay away from carbs. <laughs> Carbohydrates is the devil, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And and like, I mean, I I wouldn't recommend this for everybody because it's extremely tough. But like, I don't do any added sugar. Anything. So I don't eat, you know, ice cream all the other stuff, you know, with candy and stuff like that. It's really tough. I gave up sugar probably, golly, it's probably going on three years now. So for so, tr- and, treating yourself, you have some grapes? Yep. yep, yep <laughs> that'd be yeah. I do it too. Or, I do it too. Yeah. or some strawberries or something like that. And if, I eat a very, I want to say boring diet, but it's not boring to me, but it's, you know, I'm not going mm-hmm. to these like – extravagant meals every day you know it's it's a very simple right. you know a quarter of the play is meat a quarter of it is vegetables. unless you come to oklahoma city. right unless well i felt like you know everybody ate terrible there <laughs> oh I'm so i was so oh. glad to be back home and on my own little way because i was right. e- i was eating and falling asleep passing out from <laughs> food comas and it's funny, man, because food should make you feel like that. Like, if you're eating the right foods, it should energize you, not put you in a, you know, coma. So to Ready say. to, you know to sleep I mean? for the winter. Yeah. Right, right. I feel like it's my brother, though. I think he's he's like testing me. He's like, I'm going to te- I'm gonna make see if you pass out or not. Are you going to eat this? And he'll, right. he's like the, you know, he'll tempt me. He'll put like a little piece of pecan pie up like, do you want that? And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, he looks at me, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, you know you want it. I don't want it to go to waste. He'll say that, <laughs> something like that. I don't want it to go to waste. And I've had enough, so, you know, please eat it. So work out every day if you can. I do that, too. I, I try to take the steps. If I'm parking somewhere, I'll, I'll actually park at the farthest. So that way I have to walk the length of the parking lot. Well, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What about for your children? It sounds like you actually lead by example in that respect, but do you do anything for them okay. specifically? Are Cheetos allowed in the house? Or uh... Oh, yeah, man. I don't want to deprive them of being a kid. So, yeah, yeah, they can have, you know, Cheetos and, you know, their little 
little Debbie's or, you know, <laughs> within reason, you know what I mean? A little ho-hos within and reason. twinkies. And... Yeah, yeah That's... they can have those within reason. Do you know that... what I mean? I don't know about you, but I've tried little Debbie's or Twinkies. None of that stuff tastes good anymore to me anyway. Oh, really? I haven't had any in so long. I wouldn't uh, even know what to think. I'll probably I... pass out if I had one sugar <laughs> rush. <laughs> For me, it's, you know, I, I went and I was like, yeah, I used to love these. And I took a bite and I was like, oh, you know, it, it tastes wrong. What did you have? I've tried them all. Do you know what you have? I've tried them all. Oh, did I've, you? Yeah. You know, I'm like, Man, oh, I, I, I love Twinkies. Love oh, and break cakes. Oh, those freaking break cakes was amazing. The little zebra break. cakes or whatever. Ze- yeah. I remember zebra cakes. Those were great. But uh-huh. I mean. Those might still be okay, but I remember, you know, just all those cupcakes and Twinkies and all that stuff. It just, oh, yeah. it, it tastes like I, I take a bite into it and I taste falseness. It's not real food. You know, it's, it's food, it's food, nah. but it's, it's not, you know, if somebody bakes right. a cake from as close to scratch as possible, they're putting in flour, they're putting, you know, it, it tastes like a cake, but then the cake right. now, it just tastes like sugar and uh, flour and yeah. I don't know, I don't love it. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, yeah. Let's see. How do you deal with somebody if they're? How do you deal with these kids if they're not good at doing the sport they've chosen? You give them other options. Do you say, "Hey, just give it up"? Do you say, "There's other things to try"? Because my whole thing is just like, if you put in the work, right, you can get better. You know, you can be better at whatever you're doing if you're putting in the necessary work, right? This is what I wanted um, to hear. Good. If there's a situation where they're just they want to play the sport and they really want to play the sport and they're just not good, no matter the work that they put in, they're not good. Is that um, possible? Yeah, because I, I I honestly believe like oh man yeah it's definitely possible. I know people out there who love the sport of basketball and then you put them on a basketball court and they are horrible. And you find them in the gym like shooting like all the time. Right. Just shooting, just doing whatever, you know, just trying to get better. But they're just, you know, they just wasn't blessed with that ability to play this particular sport. I play horse. I play pig. Yeah. I don't know what it is about basketball, man, but somewhere in my teens, I felt like all the people I was playing with were just getting really ruthless. And I was like, I don't want to play this like that anymore. I just I just want to I can shoot okay, but playing in a team is not not my thing. Man, this is the thing, man. You can continue to play it. I would, I would encourage that you know person to continue to play it, but maybe not play it at a competitive level. You know, there's recreational sports and there's you know competitive sports. Okay. And so there's a you know there's a spot for everyone, but if you're not very good at it, you might want to tone down those expectations of you know where you are as a player. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the whole like. Uh, American Idol type deal, right? You remember when American Idol first came on mm-hmm. and then they had those outtakes of who were just horrible singers. Right. Horrible singers. And then, you know, they walk out the room and then their parents are consoling them because they crying or whatnot because Simon and Paula and, and what was his name? Randy was just like, nah, man, it's not it. Nah, 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 nah. You can't sing. And then, you know, the parents come now. You know, I mean, they walk out of the room and their parents just like, they don't know what they're talking about. You're the best singer ever. Nah, man. No, you're not. Hey, man, you're not that good at this particular thing. 
let's either try something else or tone back your expectations of where you really are with your, you know, athletic ability. And if you still want to play this, let's do this on a recreational level. I like that a lot. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing something just for fun. Just have fun and you'll keep doing it. Yeah, just have fun. Yeah, just have fun. Very cool. But, you know, don't try out or, you know, freaking most competitive team out there if you know you can't play, right? Then you're setting yourself up for failure and then you'll grow to hate what you're doing because you'll start getting a sense of rejection all the time. You'll be getting rejected all the time. Be like, nah, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. And all you'll be hearing is, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And then I'll lead to a person quitting, right? And not wanting to play it. So my whole thing is to like have people around you that will be able to tell you the truth. Like, hey, maybe you should just do this for fun. And that also starts with the parents, right? The parents should be able to know. Some parents know and some people don't, right? Like, if someone's not good at something, be like, hey, you know, let's just play here instead of here. You know, let's play at the YMCA versus playing at, you know, this big time competitive, you know, league or whatnot. You know what I mean? How would you deal with a kid, maybe even your kid, that is being um, bullied in in the sport? It's being bullied in the sport? Yeah. You know, there's lots of shit talkers. They're they're out there, you know. They they say, what are you doing? You shouldn't even be here. Oh, yeah. It, It happens all the time. I would just tell them, like, just play a game. Like, don't worry about the noise. Don't worry about other people or what other people are saying. Do your job and you'll be fine. Just do your job. Do whatever you're supposed to be doing on the court or whatever it is on the field or whatever, and you'll be fine. There's going to be people, people, there's always going to be people out there. You're always going to have, you know, haters or whatnot, or people who don't like you for whatever reason, you know, as an athlete or whatnot, don't worry about them. Do what you love to do and continue to play. Sweet. All right, man. I love it. Actually, is there anything you want to talk about? I'm giving you a little bit of a platform to say anything you want um, about sports, about athleticism, about raising kids in an environment like that, what would you say? I don't know, man. It's tough. We had a particular, uh, Jackson had a game this particular weekend, this week, this past weekend. And you can see how crazy parents are getting at four and five-year-old boarding events. And I'm just like, these are four and five-year-old kids and you guys are out here yelling and complaining and just acting just like goofy over, you know, this type of stuff. And I think a lot of parents have lost sight of, you know, what this is. Right. What, what is I it, mean, Reggie? It's, it's a sport for these kids to just relax and have fun and do stuff that they, you know, might love to do. They, I mean, and want to do they just want to be out there just like i said you know just run around and you know have a good time and you you know you have these parents just just you know i don't know man it, it it's become parent driven because you know you have a lot of parents who's trying to live their dreams through their kids right so when they feel like their kids is not living up to their expectations on what they should see or what they should be doing like they flip out and it's, and it's just, you know, crazy. That's the only thing I'll say about that. So I'll get off my, you know, little, you know, you know soapbox. That's it, ma'am. Okay. Well, you know what? What I'm going to make signs for these parents 
It's going to say, relax that shit. Right. <laughs> so whatever you see a pair, like, go crazy, you'll just flash that sign up. Flash the sign. Pull, that shit, I'm going to tap on the sign. Can't you read? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Can you read? Like, calm down. Oh, that's a good one. Just calm also, down. Man. Just Or breathe. Calm down. Just relax. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. I appreciate that. Also, man, you and if you put my niece in basketball, make make sure she has on basketball shoes, Danny. Make sure she's not out there running around with some Crocs on or some, you know, light-up shoes. Okay. No sketches on the basketball court. We got to get her. If she wants to play basketball, she'll need to be in basketball shoes, Danny. Better okay. up for success. Okay. Yes. I'm going to come to you when it's time for yes. basketball. I'm going to say, Reggie, what shoes do I need to get? Oh, yeah. And might of fact, let me buy her first pair of shoes. I'll send them to you. Oh, you don't have to do that. I'll... But I might take no, them. No, I know I don't. We'll see. We'll but see. I want them. <laughs> 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 oh. A lot of people here probably know that me and Danny almost started a band. We almost started a band. What did you play? You remember that when we had a rock out section in your, uh, in your at your house? I was playing the drums and you was playing the guitar. And there was somebody else over there. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember who those other two guys were. I, were they friends of yours? No. Were they it's people that just ran, randomly showed up? I don't remember. I don't know who those guys were. I don't remember. They, they were I probably. I don't, I don't I th- remember, man. I don't know. But our band, I mean, there's still a comeback. We can, you know, next year, we can try. Man, I, I haven't sat on a drum set, man, in probably 10 to 15 years, dude. It's okay. Listen, you can be lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that for you. I can do that. <laughs> All right. We can make that happen, man. So, so what's going on with you, man? What you what you what's your plans after this? I'm oh. asking you questions about sports. Like what oh. is, what is your plans after this conversation with your daughter? Oh. Okay. Well, I do want her to be a well-rounded individual, so I want her to I'm going to basically put things in front of her and see what clicks. Gotcha. I do, I do know she likes the swimming. I've got what do I got around here? I've I've got the golf. I've got little mini weights and I've got frisbee, I've got a basketball, I've got a soccer ball and a football. So we'll see what she wants. Her mom thinks uh martial arts would be good. I tried Yeah, that's pretty cool. I tried martial arts um for a, I guess a year. I didn't didn't stick with it, but if that's what she wants, we'll we'll give it a shot. But my big thing is I I would also yeah. while she's still this young, you know, cuz she's she's not even 2 yet. I want to see if there's right. things that I can play with her. Yeah, yeah. Right now, all she's she can do is kind of accidentally kick a soccer ball in a in a field. Right, right, right. So she still has plenty of time. And that's you know that's why I'm hoping you know talking to you would kind of give me ideas and as well as other people that might be listening to have better options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She still has plenty of time. And I would say another thing: like, don't force them to do anything. You know what I mean? Don't force them to do anything. You know, if it's something that they, you know, really don't want to do, like, all right. But if you start something, make sure they finish it, though. That's good words. Like I said, you know, sports uses life lessons. Who's your favorite athlete? So my favorite athlete of all time is King Griffey Jr. 
my favorite athlete probably now and the right now, I would probably say LeBron James. Oh. And it's for more of what he does off the court than what he does on the court. Like, you know, building the school, the Our Promise School, um, all the things that he's done in the community to help uh, people is is pretty pretty neat. All right. That is it, folks. I'd like to thank Mr. Reginald Reggie Pratcher. I'd like to thank him for his time coming out and talking with us. I have a question for you out there. What is a sport that you would like to try? This has been Podcasting My Daughter. I hope you've been entertained and maybe learned something new. And I hope that you've enjoyed your time with us. I'm Dana Drachshan, and I hope you have a great day. You take it easy and talk to you soon.